Okay, welcome everyone to People of Azeroth. I'm Juno, your host as usual. And joining me is someone who has been on more podcasts than we could possibly list here. <laughs> Recent BlizzCon attendee, Loremaster, all around WoW fan. We've got Ali from Dungeon Fables. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me on. Also, not really a lore master, because oh. I I just I am not. <laughs> I, I consider myself a servant of the lore. Oh, well, in some people's eyes, and I'm sure Fear would agree with this, that we're going to get, we grant you the title of lore master. <laughs> well, thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to be on there to, uh, to save Fear's ass on that, uh, on his, um, is it the, uh, what, what has he got, an end of year, uh, end of year test coming up? Something like that. Yeah. Hopefully you yeah. save his ass. It threw me for a loop when Jen said he's also going to include some questions from the past too. So. Ooh. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a tricky one. It's gonna be big. It's yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. I good, heard though. on one of I heard on one of the other shows. I think it was one of Frasley's shows where uh, you actually went head to head with Mister Star Trek himself. You went head to head with Starman on Star Trek lore. And, oh my um, gosh, it was horrible. And you took well, a, you took a bit of an L on that one, didn't you? I did. Well, because on the show notes. <laughs> You know, it said that we were going to do trivia, and when Emma guests on Frazzlecast, we always do Warcraft trivia. So I'm like, okay, I'm taking you Starman down. I even put yeah. in the show notes to like mock Starman, be like, you're well, going down. And I think he was a little worried. He was concerned, wasn't he? He thought yeah, he, he, he had he, no he idea. He was ready they, to take the loss. Yep, and then they threw me for a loop, and we did Star Trek trivia instead. And I really enjoy Star Trek. But I I can't do Star Trek trivia. I am not that good at it. So Starman's um, got it all. He's got it all he, saved. He does. Like he up. wiped the floor with me. And a couple of the points I got were like sympathy points. He obviously knew the question, but he was like, "Go ahead, Ali, take your little yeah. point." Oh yeah, you did get a sympathy <laughs> point. I know. Oh man. Well, uh, yeah, next time on Wow Law, you'll you'll get him for sure. Oh, he's going down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, I need to tell people, by the way, just when you thought my voice couldn't get any more sexy, we got a new mic, lads. That's what you're hearing. It's the pretty smooth, damn sexy. It's sweet good. sounds. There we go. No more headset mic. We're moving up in the world. We've got headset. We've got email address. We'll, we'll get everything we need. You're in Juno in your ears. Yeah, that's right. Think <laughs> of me when you sleep. No, don't. I, don't that's do that. creepy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> To get us back on track, Ali, now I normally ask people how they got started playing WoW. I'm going to put a little different spin on the question because I feel like you didn't play whenever Vanilla dropped. So starting from, say, the very end of 04 into 05, what do you think you were playing then? Oh, my gosh. You know, I was doing mostly console at that point at a PS2. So I was doing, you know, some Resident Evil. Oh, I replayed yes. a lot of Metal Gear because I really Oh, you're liked- a Metal Gear fan? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I'm a massive Metal so Gear fan. Mostly the well. first and second ones on PS2. Yes. And, well, the first one you can you know play on PS2. And, you know, I was one of those people that I like to replay it because I would mess with the guards, you know, with leaving, know. you know, it's, footprints in the snow yeah. and knocking on walls and get the I boxes. love it. And Metal so Gear was so good. Oh, it was. And I'm easily amused. So not only did I replay it for myself, but there were times I replayed it because my sister wanted to watch or something. That's and cool. so I did a lot of that. Other than that, I mean, most of my PC gaming was mostly little mystery games. I think I might have been playing Myst at the time, actually, maybe. Oh, really? 
just you know, I remember that mystery puzzle kind of games, just fun little things. Because mostly console at that point until did I started. Pl- wow. Did you play RuneScape at all? No. 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 Skip. It RuneScape. intrigued me, but I just never really did it. Because that was off, and that was my. I think that was my first ever subscription game that I had to play was RuneScape. Nice. Um, was yours WoW? Did you go yeah, straight into my, WoW? Yeah, WoW was my oh, first subscription main. You're game. Right into yeah. the heavyweight. Yeah. At the time, like, because I remember at the time for people, it was kind of this weird thing. It's like, wow, I've got to buy a game and then pay to play it. And a lot of people didn't have credit cards and shit. Some people's parents didn't even have credit cards to do it. So it's like, yeah. I guess you were buying the game time things. What did you What did you roll up as your first turn when you first got into WoW? When I, when I very, very first tried WoW, I actually had some friends that sat me down with their account. Oh, yeah. And, and they were like, hey, uh, well, Allie. You know, my, my real name, but we'll go with Allie here. Uh, you know, check check this out. And so, you know, they sat me down, let me create a character, and it's like, okay. And the first character I created was a dwarf rogue. Okay, and nice. We didn't do a night elf hunter and we didn't no. do a heels. We've got now, some we've got some variants here, lads. My second one was a night elf hunter. <laughs> but my first one <laughs> was a dwarf rogue. Okay, we're going to give you credit like, for that. Yeah, and so I was like, "How how do I do a name?" And so they literally gave me like a some kind of like baby name book or something like that. And it wasn't even baby names; was it fantasy names? Some kind of name book. And so I literally like thumbed through it and like picked two different names and threw them together to get nice. Aliandris. So, oh my god, is that how it started? Yeah, That's so amazing. that became my gamer name across everything ever. That's uh, so cool. <laughs> Stay so, with that. And so, so that was like from back then, so like 2006 or something, 2006 or 7 you're saying. Yeah, That's when when did BC, what BC would came out in what? 2006? Yeah, the end of 06, I think. Yeah, and so and I started that very following March cuz my friends, you know, once they realized, you know, I kind of like the game, they've been playing the game, they pulled up their money because we were a bunch of, you know, poor college students. Oh. So we brought, they brought their money together and they all chipped in and got me the game in a month That's of game so time. Nice. So on top of the, back then you got a month free anyways, and then they gave me a month. And wow. so I had them delete those tunes I made on their accounts and I recreated them on my account. Oh, so you got your name then again, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you know and, if they still play, those people? You know, they, they dabble here and there. Yeah. Uh, we had a fortunate thing where, unfortunate thing, where they were, you know, max level, often, you know, Burning Crusade doing everything. And I was just being thrown to the wolves like, this is my first MMO. What do I do? Yeah, oh, I'm going yeah. to stab this guy and see what happens. Yeah. So I kind of, and I kind of had to teach myself between the internet and just, exploring uh, i learned the game and i got a little frustrated because i never got to do things with them and so yeah, I, it was so yeah different level yeah yeah and so i need to answer my questions once in a while but they were usually off doing their own thing and so through some uh pvp matches i had back and back with the same person uh we were actually we were in arathi basin and we were both rogues and we were guarding the mines and we had just randomly kept getting in matches together that night. And so we ended up like striking up a conversation, kind oh, of really? friends. And then he actually invited me into his guild. That's cool. So, so I actually mostly started playing with that guild and I'm still with those people now. Oh, you're still with those people yeah. now? That's so cool. Even that rogue? 
Uh, well, no, that rogue was the guild leader, and uh, we could talk about that later if you want, but he was oh, okay. uh, not a good guy, and he took off with oh, the guild okay. bank, and... No, that old chestnut. That is a whole drama right there, because I'm a gamer girl, and things happen. Oh, wow, yeah, we've got some, we're a gamer girl, we can talk about that too, we got guild drama boys, tune in for that, that's coming Yeah, up. so, uh, yeah, so I just hopped in and loved the game. Now, even though I did recreate that Night Elf Hunter... To this day, she's still maybe level 10. Oh, man. You, did, sitting, you haven't gone any further. No, she's sitting in the Ironforge guild. Uh, not guild, but uh, Ironforge bank area. Because yep. she is a bank alt for me now. And oh, yeah. What a yeah, sad so life. I, <laughs> she's collecting dust. I kind of miss her. Like, I still... Hunter is the one class I haven't played a whole lot of. So I still think, yeah. like, oh, I should go play her. And then I don't. So at that point, I mostly focused on my dwarf rogue and my human priest. Dwarf rogue. Okay, so you still do play that. You still do play rogue then, yeah. I still play my rogue. I She's did not become my main, unfortunately, because once people discovered that I knew how to heal and I could multitask, I became the main healer for a lot of groups. <laughs> yeah, so if someone said, what are you? You're a priest. Yeah, so my my priestess and my main I, main, I still have her. Although I really didn't like the female human models like at all. So really, this, ah, I don't. I I I hate their dance with a passion. The, so, I, I agree. I agree. The it Macarena. Is, oh no. Just, oh, so that was second, a mixed opportunity. Wasn't oh, it, it really? Yeah. So the second Kata dropped, I changed her to a worgen. Oh, did you? Yeah. So she, now she's an awesome worgen priest. Wow, I can't remember. What's the Worgen dance? It's something really unique, isn't it? I can't remember what it is. I forget what the what it's based off of. Yeah, it's a lot better than the female human dance, and we'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> I like the I like the Draenei one, the female yeah. Draenei one. That one's best. actually pretty. I have a uh, fire mage who specifically fire. Actually, I leveled her frost, but these days she's fire, and uh, she became like a third alt down the road eventually. Yep. And uh, yeah, their dance is yeah. good. I like Their it. Dance is good too. It's yeah. a it's important thing, fellas. It's an important thing. How the quality of the dance, that's how you pick it your character. It is. Like for example, the Colterian female dance. Highly disappointed. It's super boring. Oh, I'm not even familiar with it actually. I'm not familiar with they that. They flail around a little bit, but it's the same, uh, like only like very small amount of motions repeating over and over and over. Yeah, boring. Super very boring. boring. And yeah. I'm I'm easily amused. And so when I'm waiting on people, I'll just do things like I'll dance or I'll bring up the toys or whatever. And if I don't like the dance, it kind of turns me off of that character. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. with you. It's an important <laughs> it is important. Absolutely. Um classic. You've dipped your toes in a little bit. You play now and then. What are you playing in Classic? Right now, my two main characters are a dwarf rogue, because I had to. Okay, we're reliving it. <laughs> of course. And a human warrior. Oh, no. You're doing it. You're, it you're hurts. in for the punishment. You're, it's you really are being, punishing. It's, I don't know if I like so it. It's so punishing. No, I don't. I, it's not an enjoyable time. I always it? feel like I'm starved for rage. You start, you start every, it's, this is what I was saying to people. They say, oh, paladins, you go, oom. It's like, as a warrior, you start the fight, oom. You start with no rage. And so half my attacks are auto attacks. I'm like, this is boring. Hey, that button, I can hit it now. Yeah, it's so exciting. And I literally just ran deadmines last night on my warrior. And I felt dirty because I didn't feel like I could tank yet because I just am always starved for rage. And I don't know how to handle that yet. 
at so the lower like, levels, the tank, yeah, the tanking is oh a little tough across the board at the lower levels anyway, especially yeah. with threat and things like that. I mean, we, um, we had a warrior tank and he did a great job. So I know it's capable. It's, it's it can possible. be done. <laughs> it, it would be capable because I, I have tanked in and Legion. I was our guild's main tank on yeah. my blood DK. So, I mean, I could tank. That's not the issue. It's just I'm not comfortable with the warrior yet because – I suck at the warrior. Well, depending on the level, do you even have defensive stance at that level? Because that's you a, have that's defensive a stance. I mean, right now she's granted. Right now she's twenty one, I think. But I think I got defensive stance at fifteen. Fifteen, 12? yeah, okay. Because I think because like that's so so defensive stance. You're one. That's your one point five um, threat generator there, but still mm-hmm. relies on it having to do damage. So you're still going to be able to like you're, if you're getting one point five. Uh, times an auto attack it can of, of a shitty attack it can still be a shitty threat number compared to a mage who's just like fucking lighting it up from way back and you, you have know? to just hope you can get the sunders up in time but because <laughs> you're starved for rage you can't yeah. get the sunders up and it's just like a gah so and i'm playing yeah i'm actually playing with starman on that tune and he is a warlock and so i'm trying to you know be the good tank for him and stuff and yeah it's I don't have enough rage. <laughs> what um, what server are you guys playing on? Do you want to share that or no? Um, right now, him and I are in Pagel. Oh, you're in Pagel, yeah. My my dwarf is actually on a PvP server. Oh wow, she's okay. on Grobulus because I'm a big fan of the show Taverncast, and yes, that's where their guild where is. Are. So she's actually in their guild because she did a show with them and everything. And uh, yeah, PvP server. Well, that's cool. It's just a shame you don't have one on RTS. You're not going to be able to play I with know. me. Again. And I've, I've actually I've thought about getting it all over there. But at the same no, time, I would barely, with all I'm doing in retail, because I'm a, I'm a guild leader and I have all these tunes I want to level. And then these other two classic tunes I want to work on. I I could get an alt over there, but I don't know how much time I would be able to give to her. You never know, though, because next year, when we get into next year, we could hit a bit of a content low before Shadowlands. Could be a good time to have, have a little play. We'll wait that's and see. True. But uh, but it's you'll a good, be the first one to know. Time. I promise. Oh, awesome! Awesome! <laughs> it's definitely a good time over there. Um, so with the expansion pack, so you've played through. You've been a sub. So you started in BC. You mm-hmm. stayed subbed, and you played all the way through up to BFA. Mostly subbed. I there was a small time at towards the Anacata where yes. the I was like hardcore raiding at the time. Like I was, I was the healing lead for this raid. Like that's how hardcore they were. They actually had yeah. like oh. leads for DPS and leads for healers and that kind of thing. But we, Shit. you know, raid, raid drama happens and we fell apart because the raid leader had issues. And at that time too, Kata, especially for if you're going to do endgame raiding, it felt like a horrible grind. And I know MMOs are supposed to have grind. It's what keeps you playing but that was just over the type, over the top, needless grinding. And I also was very much struggling financially at the time. I had a yep. job that was just not paying well at all. And I was lucky and to you be, had to just you trim know, everything ramen out of it. and mac and yep. cheese and all the really cheap foods. I'm like, all right, I, I got to stop. So I took a break. Yeah, it worked out nicely between finance, finances and burnout. <laughs> so I took a break. Yeah, I came I back midway through Pandaria when – my my now husband, who back at the time was my boyfriend, he also played WoW, and yep. but he he was also on a break at that time. But I really wanted to come back, and I was missing it, and so he actually gifted me Pandaria, and Yay. got back into it about midway through Pandaria, 
So I'm actually excited about Shadowlands, Land so I can really just dive into it because at that time, half the expansion was over. And so I was like just trying to rush through to get to level cap again. Yeah, I came back and played a little bit through it, but I just got the most fragmented part of the story. Yeah. I've got no idea what goes on in Panda Land. I just I did the first first couple zones, and then that sort of was it, and PvP'd and sort of dungeoned and stuff from there. Yeah, so and I, I no idea. I was focusing on leveling so much of the time that I underestimated how rich the lore is in the expansion. And people do say it was a cool. They say it was. Yeah. Everyone agrees, even if you hate pandas. Um, people say that it was a fun expansion. The the lore was awesome. The dungeons were great. It was a good story. So to play through that sometime in Shadowlands definitely could be a fun time. Yeah, definitely excited about that. Did you play any other games? Did you play um, SWOTOR or any other MMOs during that time? I dipped into SWOTOR just because my husband's playing it with his best friend and they you know wanted me to try it out. And it, it was fun, but it was one of those things where it, at the time, I don't know if it is anymore, but at the time it was subscription-based. And yes. I was just so deep into WoW that I yeah, I couldn't, run couldn't both justify doing two subscriptions like that. So it was fun. I, know, I liked it, yeah. but I couldn't do it. I think it, like so they've they've got a, a, a free to play a subscription and a free to play model. And yes, that's right. That's although right. yeah, although people hate free to play and they say oh game's dead when it goes free to play in a way it's pretty cool for people like i've still got it installed on my computer and sometimes me and the guys will get back on there and, and play and it's just free you can just log back in yeah. yeah you're limited on pvp and stuff but if you just want to go in and do a couple of matches or do something you can still go and do it, it doesn't cost anything so i think sometimes when you are on an extreme budget as a lot of people have been there we've all been there at some point i yeah. think even that even that yeah 15 bucks a month can be enough to uh to prevent you from doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's cool. So Shadowlands, you're obviously hyped. Oh, my let's gosh. Actually, I'm so let's, hyped. Let's tie in the Shadowlands hype with recent BlizzCon experience. Now, you – I heard you on another podcast. You, While you are at BlizzCon, you achieved the elusive female lorgasm whenever the Shadowlands trailer dropped. <laughs> I did. I apparently, according to my husband, I made a noise and it was quite an interesting noise. I think actually, I think, no, no, the moment I made that noise was when they were talking about how we're going to get more background between the Helmet Domination and Frostmourne. Oh. And I think and when they just, said that, I think that's the moment I made an interesting hit you noise. Hit you in the, <laughs> the lore feels there. Oh, yeah. but the, the, sh- the, the, the reveal trailer, you know, and oh. I, I was lucky enough to get a seat in the Mythic stage. Because I had friends, uh, actually, it's, uh, I don't know if you listen to Half Hill Report, but uh, Tosh and Tilly from Half Hill Report saved yes. us seats in the Mythic stage. And then I saved Starman a seat. And so we got to all sit together for in the Mythic stage. And just the feeling and electricity was so thick and so just awesome to experience. And especially that initial countdown, because they did this countdown to introduce the actual ceremony you know after jl and Breck did his initial speech thing and it slowed down at like four and three and like so everyone like started like slowing down with it and then stopped counting down with it because they were like what's oh, going on why is it slowing down and it opens diablo 4 which was amazing amazing and it was and it's a really fun game too i played the demo i'm really excited about it but a lot of people are hyped. A lot of people uh, are hyped for it. It just, it feels good. Like it's one of those, if you need to vent after work and you just need a lot of blood and guts on your screen, Diablo 4 is your game. It's great. <laughs> oh man. But the That's Shadowlands so reveal, it just, 
my jaw dropped just watching, you know, Sylvanas and Bovar fight. And then when she, like Odaris said it last week, everyone, well, everyone, a lot of people thought that when she put the helm right by her face, we thought she was going to put it on. And yeah, I mean, I think you summed it up. You summed it up on another show where you'd said it It seemed too obvious and you knew she wasn't going to. But when she put it there, it was kind of like for a minute, it's like, oh, my God, she's actually going to. Yeah, like it like, was, it it was, was- <laughs> very purposeful action by Blizzard, I think, to troll us all. <laughs> because it makes no sense lore-wise that she would put it on, even though so many people are calling and wanting a Lich Queen but the moment she actually broke it, like I never expected oh. that, and it was—it was, it was oh, the coolest it was thing. So it, the, that whole oh, the fight with—I was getting goosebumps watching it. Oh, it, just, it was so absolutely good, amazing. I think when she, when she, when I get really excited, sometimes I like smack my husband a little bit. <laughs> so I, I can't yeah, remember if I smacked him that. in that moment or not. I might have. And he might have no, a bridge from it, I don't know. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. So but from it, a law point of oh. view, from a from a law point of view, so she like she she basically two shotted Bolvar, right? And I know people say, oh, he was in Lich Gear and everything. Let's let's skip that. Is that because she was getting she was getting like extra power from this jailer guy? Like the way she was chaining him and stuff, that's not her normal powers, is it? Yeah, I think that is beyond her normal powers. You know, we saw some of it after, you know, the last big cinematic where she kills Sorrowfang. And a lot of people have been questioning, like, what are these powers she has? And I I really do think it's, you know, the new powers from the Jailer is what is making her as powerful as she was against Bolvar. Yeah, because I feel like years, I feel like years ago, she wasn't that powerful. Like when she was fighting against Bolvar and he's throwing like the big rocks and everything was going mm-hmm. on full, like Dragon Ball Z. That wasn't like she just <laughs> would not have been able to do that. She no way, you know. So I'm guessing she tapped into some of the jailer powers for that and the chains yeah. and shit. But like, it shows like I think she's always been powerful, but it yeah. definitely is at a new level now. And if you think about it, when you see any of the pictures of the jailer, you actually see some chains in his chains. silhouette. It so makes I, sense, doesn't it? Like mm-hmm. that fits, doesn't it? And also, I like think, people, yeah. some of the other guests have said it as well that she's she is a tactician and she thinks ahead. So like if, you, and then you, you see that during that fight, that she's everyone, those arrows she was shooting, like was, had a, had a purpose to it. And then that ties in with those, uh, the chains. It, yeah. It, it makes sense. Yeah. Combined with sure. her. Sort of, yeah. The fact she's a tactician with some extra powers now, definitely. But it was so freaking cool. Oh my God. Oh, and then when the, when the, line between our land and shadowlands like broke and shattered like that it was just the the graphic alone on the video was so good and just it gave me chills and my jaw i don't think my jaw like returned to its normal position (laughs) until like after the whole video and and now but there's so much there's so much potential now is it because doesn't it opens up uh the potential to to for us to meet characters from the past like people like uther potentially arthas i think oh we're totally gonna see arthas to not see arthas is a missed opportunity and there's so many people like i don't know the lore that well but there's so many like the orc people like thrall's parents thrall's mum maybe what like so many i think actually draka was announced i think for one of the covenants Oh, really? So you definitely get to see her. But there's so many people, isn't there? And then I actually just read in the – I posted this on Twitter. I doubt you saw it. But I 
just read in the Chronicles Volume Three today while I was doing research for I my. I did soap. see that. I saw that yeah. little. The, it that talks about yeah. Kalthazad dying and his soul going to Shadowlands. Holy cow! Now for for liches, they have this phylactery, phylactery, and it's this container that kind of keeps their soul and stuff. And when you kill Kalthazad, you loot his phylactery for you know a quest giver who was yep. father. Ineo Montoya or something like that. It's based off Princess Bride. And so you, you give it to him and he's like, I'm going to return to the Argent Dawn. Good job. Except he doesn't. And he returns it to Arthas. So right. Arthas has his phylactery, which means Kel'Thuzad could still be rezzed. But in the Chronicles book, it says his soul went to Shadowlands. So it will be very interesting to see if he's. Oh we might my God. see him. Yeah. So just the lore implications of this expansion, even if it's just fun little cameos here and there. I, I think am there will super be that, excited. but people love that. People oh, love gosh, that. Yeah. Like, even if it is just little cameos and things, mm-hmm. that's so cool. I want to believe that Blizz will find that balance between, you know, the fun cameos, which you know, might bring lorgasms or whatever and not oversaturating it either. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. No, I think you're right. You have to strike that balance between those two because you could, you could overdo it, throw all of these people at us. um, And it, yeah, it could just be, it could be too much, just people popping back in. Yeah. I think you're right there. Um, And also as, as we've talked about in some of the other shows, some of the great strength from, the Arthur storyline, for example, is that it was wrapped up and that was it done, sort of put to bed rather than being dragged out. So I think right. you need to be careful when you're bringing people back, don't you? That it's it's sort of yeah, it just can open up open up the, those doors again, which yep. is not necessarily a good thing. And it doesn't mean that those people are going to come back to life. No, but you just have to meet them up there. there. Yeah. yeah, there's some people that are freaking out. They're like, oh my gosh, they're going to jump to the shark. All these people are going to come back to life. Blah blah blah. Like, no, calm down. We're just we're just yeah. going to visit them. Okay. We're just going to visit them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So out of the so out of the expansion packs, when Shadowlands drops, we've got the opportunity for the new leveling experience. So you've said it earlier. You would like to go through and level in Pandaria and complete that. That would be very cool, wouldn't it? That is. It's probably going to be my second choice, though. I'm okay. What's going to be gonna... first? Here we go. What's going to be Wrath. first? Wrath. I love Wrath so much. Of course, Wrath's so amazing to, to go through it properly. Just... That's when I really started digging into the lore, and I I loved Wrath. I loved how they utilized the phasing technology to make you feel like you were actually impacting the game and having now, a part you, of it. Do you think it's going to be weird for us, or do you think the player base is going to adjust quickly? That if we're doing, say, Wrath or some of the other earlier content at the level that we're at, what so those bosses are going to drop down to? Um, their level's going to be dropped down significantly to like, I don't know, 30 or something. Do you think that's going to be weird for people when you roll in and you've got these high, what were high-end raid bosses back in the day, level 30, and they've got like 5K hit points or something? Do you think it's going to be weird or people are going to adjust to it? I think it's going to be weird at first. You know, when we do these big level squishes we've done in the past, there's always that like initial adjustment period where you're used to seeing, you know, DPS in the millions and all this. In the millions. Well, that's true. Wasn't that, yeah, it was at the end of Legion into BFA was the most recent one, wasn't it? In terms of the numbers, it was a a stat squish. Yeah, it was a stat squish, wasn't it? Yeah. And we've done it before. And so this is just on a different level. I feel like this is going to be more extreme of a squish than we've ever seen. But in the past, we've we've adjusted. You know, it might take a couple weeks or a month. We'll adjust. And I think we'll adjust in Shadowlands too. I think it's just going to take 
a little bit longer. I think it's going to take longer, especially yeah. for previously the stat squish or anything that's happened had never really affected too much of the classic experience um, because everything up to that point was still level 60. You could roll in and, and everything still kind of looked the same how it is. Right. However, it probably comes at a perfect time now that we do have WoW Classic, so it preserves all of that old stuff. And then if, if even though like a Nixia is going to be level 29 or 30 or whatever, it doesn't really matter because you can still go and see Classic and it's true thing. Mm-hmm. And then potentially BC and Wrath and stuff later. We well, don't. Well, and I think Blizzard smart. I think this was very purposeful with the timing between Classic and a new expansion coming out. They, I agree. With they've you. stated before that they think you know expansions ahead. You know, while we're getting ready for Shadowlands, they're already planning the next expansion after Shadowlands, and maybe yeah. even you know have some storylines idea ready for the one after that. So I, agree I think this was purposeful and smart. And, and and also, like, I think by doing it, by doing such an extreme thing, like this is a massive overhaul, the biggest, one of the biggest overhauls we've probably seen. And I think it sort of gives a really good foundation. Like instead of say you've got an old, like an old house or something, you keep fixing up and patching and patching things like that. It's like, you know what, knock it down, build a new one. And we can over time just keep making this exactly how we want it. And I think that's what's going to happen. It's a foundations for a long time into the future. I think so. I mean, they even stated during the, I forget if it was Deep Dive or What's Next panel, but they talked about how, you know, if you're a Horde player, when you're leveling through everything, it's super confusing to know who the current War Chief is. Because well, this is true. the way yep. that keeps changing. And when you're leveling that, that's not always properly represented. And so this kind of gives a chance to kind of clear that up. And well, there's a little point. problems like that, you know, are getting there's fixed a, now. Yeah. I think if you boost a tune, or I think it's if you do a demon hunter or boost, it's one of them that I did on the horde side. If because if you have you go into if you go into Orgrimma and you haven't selected anything yet, I think there is two different war chiefs and <laughs> Sylvanas is actually in two places at once. She's outside and she's inside, and there is another war chief as well. So it's just it's it's chaos. It's absolute chaos at the moment. It's so fragmented, and it's just one of those things where you've built on and built on and built on. Exactly. And I think that's that's what's happened. Yeah. So uh, this will be an awesome way to just get it all back to a really cohesive storyline. So I'm super pumped for that. Yeah. And then that's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, so so BlizzCon, you got to you, so you already you've met Starman a bunch of times. You met um, was this the first time you met Jin from Morally Gray? Yes, BlizzCon. and this was the first time I met. This was my first BlizzCon, so it was the first time I met Starman. Oh, this your first BlizzCon? Yeah, it was my first. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So That's it amazing. Was really cool because it's the first time I met you know Starman in person. You know, we went out. You've been had, talking to him for years, like you've been talking yeah. for ages and ages. And so, like we we've been talking. I I've been listening to him for ages and ages. We've been friends for the last year, two years now, maybe. Yep. And I mean, we, we went out and had drinks with him and his wife. That's you know, we so actually, cool. we did a lot of panels and stuff with him and I got to meet Jin. We actually. And Starman, he's another tall one, isn't he? Yes. He's he, like, he's he like Frasley. So he's a tall, tall one. I, like at it's one point I literally said like, there. I need, I need to have Starman and Frasley next to each other so I can see who yeah. is taller. And yeah. so at one point I caught Frasley. We were in line. Did we do it? Did we, did who, oh, did we do it? We did They're, a little. They were we really close. They were really close. I, I made them like both stand there and they were like super close to each other. I was pretty shocked. Oh, so we're going to just call it a draw. Should we? Yeah. I think it's close we'll enough for a draw. Tie. Yeah. Yeah. They're we'll both like, I'm tall for like, I'm 5'10". So for so that's tall a, for a for, chick though too yeah, yeah for for a for a chick like that that's pretty tall and so to be next to these guys that are 
six foot something. Well, at least that's not too bad because you're pretty tall. But imagine if you were like five six and you're standing beside like Starman and Frasley and they're like six five, six six. I mean, so my right? husband's shorter than me. He's shout probably out, shout out, Mr. Alley. It's not yeah, Mr. Alley. What's up? Uh, love you. Uh, he's five seven, five yep. ish, something around there. Yeah. And so see, he definitely compared to you know Starman and Frasley, you know, there's height difference there. <laughs> I and love you those. Met, okay. <laughs> you met um, you met Jin. Did you meet Mrs. Jin? I did. We actually yeah, got a chance Jin to was... go out to uh, the four of us. My husband and I went out to dinner with uh, Jin and Mrs. So Jin. Cool. And we actually saw them Wednesday night for drinks too, which that's when I first met Orderis as well and her husband. Yes, that's and so, so cool. it was just to finally meet these people you've been interacting with online, you've made friendships online, to see them in person and to hang out in person is it's so amazing and special. And I, I knew it was going to be pretty awesome, but it was more awesome than I could have even imagined. No, I, I agree with you. And that's the amazing thing about this game. And like um, I listened to, well, I'll shout it out anyway, the um, uh, podcast, a YouTube show, uh, GMA, Good Morning Azeroth with um, uh, Cargo's uh, Death Camp and Meldron. And Cargo's always says it that it's like we're so lucky that we can actually make friendships yeah. that transcend the game. It goes beyond that. And imagine that, that we all get together on a game and you can make friends with people that even when this game finishes or we all ever stop playing, you can have friendships with people across sure. the world that goes beyond that. It's absolutely amazing. I actually it's went so up, fucking cool. I've gone up to Canada twice to see Guildies. That's so cool, and, isn't it? And it- when you, because you know, we've been together since two thousand seven ish, I think, and to you know, I went and met their their wives and their their kids. Some of them were in the guild, and I watched them grow up. Like, there's something very special to be said for that, and not every game has that kind of social experience. No, and you're right. And also, and the other, that's the other thing. It's that it's that longevity, isn't it? It's a decade. Like, if you've got, I remember the same thing with um, Berardin. Whenever he um, he he was on here, I mean, he's a real life friend of mine. But when he first started playing, his daughter was I don't know, like four years old. Yeah. And now and and now she's finished high school and she's off. You know, she's in college and uh, and got a job and shit. And it's like yeah. that's you watch the them life, grow up the after all that time. She's adult now and she plays you know it's just it's crazy it's so crazy you know it blows my mind but it's that's we're so fortunate i think yeah for sure so blizzcon was awesome that was amazing we yeah, yeah. Was- and that was your first one too that's so cool i'm gonna oh, try and get over. it was a really good one for my first one Whew. next couple of years i'm gonna try and get over there i think try and line up catch up with the boys gin and fear you know because i I spend i mean me and fear hang out a lot in the discord and we level and we're doing we're doing stuff and you just get I don't know. You're talking to people for hours and hours every yeah. night, and it's just it'll be so cool to meet those guys. I'm yeah, and, and we you can transcend from becoming good friends online to actually meeting them in person and sharing a drink with them or a hug or high yeah. five or whatever. It's just so amazing. mentally like something in your brain like clicks, and you're like, these are these are real people I've made friends with, and it's experiencing it. Ah, uh, now having so said that. 
Having said that, it didn't stop you and Odaris from being awkward when you're meeting people. Did oh my it? god, I was so I nervous. Heard there was some orkies. I heard there was some orkies. Oh yeah, I mean, there's always that <laughs> moment, like, "Hey, you're this person, I'm this person." You guys what? just like, you guys are just like, slowly. Oh, there's someone over there. We'll go meet him slowly, walk it over. Oh my try gosh, not to be I awkward. think so. Oh I did. God. I saw Taryn Gregory in the distance at uh, Wednesday night at the lobby of the Hilton. And I really wanted to go say hi to him because he was on my list of people I wanted to meet. And I I didn't. Cause he was going to try to make it to our lore meetup Thursday night with, you know, Jin and the guys from Relay Setback. And he, I was like, it's okay. I, I won't meet him now. I'll see him from a distance. And that way, when I meet him tomorrow, I won't be such a chicken. He ended up not being able to make it. And I never got a chance to meet him because of it. And I'm kicking myself because I just, I was too much of a chicken. I was just sitting oh, there like, no. hey, Karen Gregory. Oh, and then doing things. Whereas, for example, I saw Patty Matson, who does the voice for Sylvanas. And that's that's was, awesome. Yeah. So it was during the, I want to say the deep dive. I keep mixing up the deep dive and what's next panels. I don't know why. But she was standing on the side of the room just kind of leaning against the side, just kind of in the background a little bit. And I saw her and I wasn't going to go say hi because it's in the middle of the panel and I don't want to interrupt her because she was like paying attention to it. And no one, <laughs> no one was bothering her. And so I didn't want to go bother her. And oh, man. <laughs> and my husband were like trying to convince me, like, just go, just go. I'm like, just go, okay. But I have oh, the God. most like awkward walk over to her. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. Can I just get a quick picture? I'm so sorry. And she was just as sweet as could be. And I got the picture and oh, I awkwardly so got back to my chair. <laughs> the awkwardness, it's killing me. It's so awkward. <laughs> I like. I think I looked like a penguin walking back to my chair. Oh, the way I like walked back. <laughs> you hearing this? Listen on awkwardness, lads. Seriously, it was pretty oh, real at times. That's funny. That's funny. funny. Well, so it's you... one of the. It's one of those things where you're used to communicating with people through mics <laughs> and earbuds and headsets and a monitor, mm. even webcam. But when you transfer into you know the flesh. It's a little different. <laughs> and my it's social little... anxiety just like shoots through the roof. <laughs> what about Frasley? Was that the first time you met Frasley? Yes, that was the first time I met Frasley. Oh my and God, you met so many people. He, he told me he was going to, like, he was going to, he's around and he's going to find me. And so I'm like, great. And I'm looking around for him. And all of a sudden, like to the side of me, I hear like, Ali. And I look over and there's this really tall guy. And I'm like, oh yeah. my God, it's Frasley. No, <laughs> IRL, not a gnome. Not a gnome yeah. IRL people. Frasley, he's another tall one. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> it was just uh, so many great memories made at BlizzCon, and I highly recommend to anyone to try to make it there because it is something very special. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get out there in the next couple of years. Me and Berardin's gonna try and do it. Gonna take a couple of years. We're gonna plan, wait for a good one because I've got a feeling the next BlizzCon's not gonna be amazing. One right. after that, maybe. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, the next one after that should be another expansion announcement. I think. Yeah. So that would probably be the one to go to. I know from another country like that, it takes. Much more money. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I know, yeah. for example, we met Uganda Dan from the Morally Greatest Court oh, there. Oh, did you? Oh, he's such a great guy. Uganda Dan, if you're he's... listening to this, I had such a great time meeting you and having many drinks with you. But, Hell yeah. <laughs> it was He was a great guy. And, you know, he is from an entirely different country. He doesn't know if he's going to be able to make it back anytime soon. So it oh, was, it was so pretty cool great. that he did it. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, a lot of us, we we all have, well, a lot of people have got to thank you for this, and people do. You get a lot of shout-outs already, and you get it in the reviews, but we have to thank you for getting us onto Morally Grey. Everyone's got to thank you for that, I think. <laughs> now, how did you find it? Are you constantly looking for new shows? No, it just, I'm in enough community discords, and I follow enough people on Twitter that I kind of stumble across them. Right. You know, for example, with Morally Grey, I found it in the Lagging Balls Discord because they have a section where we get to, you know, put our own shows in there to promote Post it. Just things, yeah. And so he posted it. I'm like, a new lore show that starts from the beginning. Oh my god! Oh wow! So I had to you- fucking listen to it right away because I was so excited and I loved it from the very first episode. And so I very quickly messaged Jen and I was like, "Your show is amazing. I love it. Please keep doing it. It's great." Because where I I heard yeah. it, I actually didn't hear it on your show, but I heard it on World of Warcast then because you had told Renata, I think. I did. I mentioned, I mentioned it in the out. Warcast Discord. Yeah, yeah. So then they shouted out and I was like, huh, this sounds cool. And she's like, oh, you know, it's 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 explicit. So, you know, keep that in mind. I was like, sign me up. Right. So I got on to that. <laughs> so I got on to that. And, um, and then, yeah, I started – I actually started listening to your show through that – <laughs> um, through, Jim will yeah, be happy through that. That. yeah, yeah. So he got that's one in the that's that's one in the W column for you, Jin. <laughs> I got listening to Ali because of you. Um, but it's funny how it all connects, isn't it? So that's and so many people. That's how a lot of people got into uh, to morally grey was because of you. And now the guild that I'm in and the people I play with and everything all comes off that. It's crazy to think. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in the guild. I wouldn't be playing with these guys. I'm playing with, yeah. with fear and the guys every night. It's insane. Well, and that's, that's what's what really cool. To. I mean, we, I mentioned this a little bit in pre-show, but. You know, I entered into this community, like, I've been obviously playing WoW for a long time, but I never really put myself out there in different communities. And now that I'm doing that, I I get a chance to see just how supportive and encouraging everyone is. It's not a competition between whose show gets more listens and blah, 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 although I'm sure some of them do that. But for the most part... It's so supportive and so embracing. It's the embracing. absolute opposite. I couldn't believe yeah. it because in a lot of other areas in life, it is a competition and people will go, well, why would I, why should I try and support something else that's taken away from my listeners or something? The community is absolutely amazing at the, the, the you know, professional podcasters or the, the well-known people. Everyone's so supportive. I've had people actually reaching out to me, volunteering like you did, volunteer to be on it. I was going to wait, like I wanted to wait till I had a working model, as they say, to have done a few episodes. I had people reaching out to me saying, hey, volunteer it's just so nice and people shouting out there's no like animosity or competition it's actually amazing you know once once in a while toes get stepped on you know there's gonna be some show that has your same idea there's gonna be some that have the same idea but want to do a twist and they're actually good like telling you first like it's gonna happen because there are just so many podcasts out there and it's hard not to have duplicate ideas but really yeah Yeah. everyone's just so supportive I've listened to some recently that I haven't that I've only listened to after I started this, and I did realize there's some similarities between that and mine. However, I haven't I didn't rip those ideas off. It's just there's only so many ways well, that like you movies. can do a podcast and ask about things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like movies these days. Like there's only so many movie tropes and storyline ideas out there, and so it's going to happen. Whereas something sounds similar to another one, you know, it's kind of like wow, because there's just so many different Blizzard podcasts. So it's going to happen. Yeah. There is a lot, isn't there? When you start yeah. looking, there really is a lot. There's yeah. a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, but it's been, no, it's been great. Um, so let's do quickly. Let's talk about. So you're in retail at the moment. You're at, you're a guild leader. You're a I guild am. mom. 
Yeah, we we kind of it's it's never been so much like a dictatorship or whatever in the skill. It's been mostly you know who from the core group is playing a decent amount and can handle being guild lead. So for gotcha. a while, for example, there is uh, a guildie named Jag who uh, probably will never listen to this because I, as much as I love my guild, there's only a couple people that give a damn that I podcast. And the rest of them okay. are like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, so the okay. ship was fucked. <laughs> Which is funny because my first friend, I was like, I'm going to have 10 guildies listening and that's it. And now it's the opposite where I only have three guildies listening and one of them is my husband. <laughs> so that didn't happen. But anyways, I, you know, for example, for a long time, uh, my friend Jag was a guild leader and I was kind of one of the officers and I helped out and stuff. And then when both of us kind of stopped playing the game as much, someone else took over when they kind of went off the deep end and some, we rarely have drama, but when it does, it blows up. I don't know why, but she, she went off the deep end and she went so far as to mute guild chat and the raid leader wasn't running things away like she wanted. And she's like I said, she's a broken person that needed some help honestly but uh she went off the deep end and i was trying to help her out and instead she left the guild and made me a guild leader and so i'm stuck with being guild leader now okay wow how many people's in your guild roughly you know it's a fairly large guild when you look at the numbers but that's a lot of alts that's a lot of people who you know used to play back in the day and they'll pick up the game here and there but because a lot of us you know have known each other for so long we're not going to kick them out of the guild you know, so in case they ever do decide to come back. So when it yeah. comes to actual active members, maybe fifteen to twenty. So yeah, it's, I'm with you. It's with it's you. fairly small, but we and we have some people who aren't in the guild, but they'll join us regularly and they're you know in Discord with us and that kind of thing. So it's more of a friends and family kind of thing. You know, we pull some people in from cool. other places. Yeah, and pull people in. It still works. It works, it works out. We works raid. Out. It's it's cool. We could raid together every week. It's fine. You guys are doing what you need to do. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. What um? Why don't we shout it out? What server are you on and what's the guild called? So I'm on a loon and the guild is Kindred Embraced, which apparently is named after some kind of Canadian vampire show that I've never watched. Okay, but that's I mean, I certainly haven't watched it, but that's what they've gone with. That's what yeah. they wanted to name it. I'm like, okay, go for it. I'm just happy to be what... with you guys. Yeah, and you're <laughs> happy to be with them. No, that's cool. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, have you, when in Classic with you and Starman, have you got a guild on that server you're in? Is that the, are you in with like the Taverncast guild then in Classic? The, so the Taverncast guild is on the PvP server on Grobulus. Oh, I've got you on Grobulus, yeah. So the, on Pagel, it's the, I think it's called United Stormwind. It's the oh, group is of that pod- the podcast. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. So it's, it's, I think it's like, it's Convert to Raid and Lagging Balls and. I think so it's, pre- it's probably table, pretty it's, big. It's it's pretty big, but kind of like as we've seen in classic, the numbers have kind of dropped off. Less people are Has. interested, and it's kind of left with the people who are you know more interested right now. Hardcore. So the hardcore amongst yes, us, yes, the yeah. hard the hardcore are like me who is not hardcore only because time does not allow. <laughs> to be hardcore yeah. in both games and so podcasts. Things, I know. So. Well, and then across, if you were really wanted to do it, it would be across three servers because you'd be playing with us as well. So you'd well, have that's the thing. Three like, classic games plus three. <laughs> that's my main issue right now is that I do have friends spread throughout everywhere, whether it's you know different guilds in classic or different raid teams in retail, and I want to go play with them all. I really do, I oh, and I, I can't. So it's really hard to kind of pick and choose. 
well, I'm putting the pressure on everybody. I'm putting the pressure on to get the I see this. alliance side. Come over and play. We'll get everybody together. It's going to be amazing. That's I'm putting as long the pressure. as you accept it, mega alts. Mega, every, mega alts are accepted absolutely and i'm still i'm pre- every day i'm pressing odaris to come over and join us and now she's she's seeing signs in in the real world and she's she's getting closer to doing it she's getting closer to <laughs> she's I just, she's seeing signs yeah i'll show, I'll show <laughs> you the picture odaris, i'll give you or something that's right um no that's my dream is get everyone together and play it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun honestly like i I wish i had more hours on day because it does sound like a really good group but just don't do a warrior oh my god just don't bring a warrior not in in retail yes that's one thing but in classic nope the leveling (laughs) experience in classic it seems to be warlocks Mages and hunters seems to be, and if if I was picking, I think a warlock or a, a mage, dude, they seem to be. I might really- do a hunter because I, I back when I did dabble with my little knight of hunter in the beginning, I liked the concept that you had to feed your pets. Yes, it's a bit more RP, isn't it? You've got to feed them, you've got to make them happy, you get a damage boost when they're happy. That's cool. Yeah, and I liked I liked the fact that I had I had to make them happy and tame them to make them mine, and it's because like I a Tamagotchi, pet, I liked yeah, it. yeah. It's like a Tamagotchi. It's like a Tamagotchi. Well, you've got to be careful, though. If you don't, if you're not happy, they'll, they'll oh, just yeah, fuck off one day. Yeah, you've got to be careful. It's so <laughs> sad. Yeah. The only thing is, they do have weird, they seem to have weird pathing issues. You've got to be on top of them. They have weird yeah, issues if you're in dungeons and raids and shit. Oh, see, at least that one. See, I, I happen to like dungeons. And so that trick I learned really early on because as the healer, if there was a hunter in Burning Crusade, that would bring all the mobs and their moms yeah. over to us because they didn't deserve a pet. I would not heal them and let them die. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be <laughs> so careful. Don't you? Especially like, um, uh, no Maragon, you know, if you jump off that oh top thing, yes. you can just pull every one of those little infected oh. fucking gnomes and trogs yep. and shit. Yep. Um, in, in terms of classic, I don't know whether you'll ever get there or whether it's even a big thing, but is there anything that you ever wanted to do? Because, you know, you talk about dungeons and stuff all the time. We'll touch on your podcast after this. But is there any a, a dungeon or a raid, for example, that you've always wanted to do at level in the old vanilla? Most of the dungeons I want to do in old, old, like old vanilla at old. level were the same when I experienced them in Burning Crusade. So gotcha. I've at least experienced them kind of experience in their original them. formats. But there are certain ones I wanted to experience again. One of them was Deadmines, and I've done that twice oh, now. Oh, that's so cool. Deadmines is so mm-hmm. cool. And then uh, I, I really want to do Sunken Temple because it's another one that had huge ST. changes. Yes. So I'm excited to do that one again. And you know, some little ones here and there, but those were my main two ones that I was excited to experience again. What about raids? Not so much. Well, I want to do all of them eventually. Oh, okay. But I've I've gone back and r- run them all, so I, I'm excited. I know, but it's different. See, I've done that too, but it's not the same, is it? Yeah. I mean, do it I mean, at I'm, level. Make, I'm excited to do a Nixia. Like I did a Nixia back when she was really re-released. You know, not like, I didn't do her in Burning Crusade, obviously, but I did her when she was really re- re-released down the road. And so what I got about to kind the, of experience her. But. What about the stuff that's gone? Like, as I recently did, I've never experienced this before. And I did the Anixia attunement quest where she spawns yeah. in the throne room. Oh, it's the most I, amazing so thing. I haven't done it myself, unfortunately, but I did see, and I, I'll do it eventually because it's definitely on my list. You but I did see, like, someone, I was in Stormwind one day on, I think, my one of my dwarf rogues. And I there was someone that, like, I think I just started the quest because. 
he was, you know, following, I think it was Windsor. Yeah. He was following yeah, Windsor. Right. Windsor and Oppie and walking very, up the thing. very slowly all the way to the keep yes. him like, yes. oh, do I get to see this? So I totally followed him. And in Slash today, them. yeah, like, I, I, well, I was, I was level maybe 12. Oh, dude. So I did not help much, <laughs> but I was following along. And I said, like, Slash Slayer whispered him or something. I was like, thank you. I'm just, I'm going to follow you along because I've been dying to see this. And so I got oh, to see so the you moment have seen where it. you just weren't the star of the show. Exactly. But you have seen yeah. It. So I, I saw the moment where, you know, Anixia reveals herself and Bolvar's like, what? OMG. And to yeah. see that in game for myself, even though so it wasn't, you know, my quest was cool. awesome to see this launch Anixia. Cause I've seen it in screenshots yeah. and stuff, but to actually see it yourself, see and it. especially as like a little dwarf, I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> it was oh, really I, was cool. not, I had no idea when it was happening. I had no idea. Oh, I've never so spoiled cool. any of it. And I was just like mind blown. And I was just like, <laughs> well, I thought I was just doing a hand in just the RP walk hand in. Yeah. And then this is all kicked off the most insane thing. And then you see Bulba as a beast as well. He's like yep. kicking ass, taking names. Bulbar like jumps oh. to the side of me. So I ended up being like between, you know, Bulbar and Windsor and everything. And they're like, he just handled, what is he happening? And then, for me. and then all the guards changed to, you know, the, the, the dragon, dragon yeah, yeah, the dragon oh, yeah. Kin, and and then I obviously immediately was obliterated, but well, so I, I watched I it tank. all from the floor. But yeah, yeah, it was. I so thought cool. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna tank these. I'll just tank this shit. I'll tank these five <laughs> dragons. No, nope. sixty elites, and I was just like, my health's getting chunked. I was like, oh shit, I bubbled, I bubbled, and let the bubble, the handle it. That's that, was awesome. my only play. that was my only player. He just handled it. I just threw him some heels and I gave him a blessing of kings too. So. <laughs> oh, man. But no, amazing. So that's definitely put that on your list and do that. I yeah. always wanted to do to raid. And I know it's only the first ones. MC and Anixia to raid at level. I've been so, so hyped yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, the BWL, I mean, I don't know a lot a lot about it. And in fact, whenever I interview Jin, I mean you probably do, but when I interview Jin, I'm gonna ask him a few few little questions about do it. um do about it. the, the <laughs> why why we're in there and where those dragons came from. Yeah, Vela yeah. Straz and Cal Straz and all the Strazes. We're gonna talk about it. All the Strazes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some lore, I'm gonna get it downloaded from from Jin. Um but yeah, I'm super pumped for those. I mean Max eventually, maybe, but yeah, those, yeah. even though I'll be, I'll be so wrapped just to do that, I think that's so cool. For sure, I'm I'm actually really excited to do the original Nax because I didn't didn't do, ever do it. I didn't do it. Until so do you, it was do you have time. goals? Do you have goals to get to end game and be capable of of raiding Nax in classic? Like eventually? Eventually, I'm not eventually. in a rush. But, I mean, obviously, I think my highest yeah. tune is like level 21 right now, so yeah. I'm not, and it's hard because. It's a blessing and a curse because there's just so many things I want to do in retail, which is good. But that yeah, means, the collection and stuff, yeah. Uh huh. But that means things like classic, uh, my Steam library, which is collecting dust. Oh, you know, yeah. my console games that I'm still trying to dabble in here and there. Like, I just don't have enough hours in the day to play all the things I want to play, and my main focus still ends up being retail. Wow, so. The other thing is with classic though that if you're just getting that rested experience, if every time that you're on and you're on two hundred percent XP, you're just you're halving yeah. the seat time to get yeah. that same net result. So that's still a really good play. Is if you're just you you go in level through rested, parking back in the in. That's still a really good play. Yep, for sure. So that's kind of what you're doing. No, that's awesome. Um, okay, cool. I think we should probably do the final questions because we're running we're running up an hour here, boys. We're getting sure. We've, we've had questions. We still don't have a soundboard. 
We still don't have any jingly jangly noises. So jingly, let's just get jangly noises. Jangly noises. Let's just get into like it. it. Get into it. Okay. Hoarder Alliance. Mostly Alliance, but I do have a couple of Horde Yalts. Okay. We're going to allow it. We're going to allow it. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> PV- PVP or PVE? PVE, but I do dabble in PVP oh, and I enjoy it when I do. Both. You can't pick both on everything. I, I'm just being honest. I do I gonna pick both. Name PVE, but like I said, I like to stab faces once in a while or heal people who are stabbing faces. I know you're going to give a mixed up answer on the next one too. Classical retail. Retail. <laughs> oh, oh easy one. Well, I dabble in classic. I like, I'm a dabbler. I, that's what I do. I dabble. Well, she dabbles. She dabbles. Okay. That could be taken so many different ways. <laughs> worst expansion mm. see that's hard because i've enjoyed every expansion but there are definitely aspects of various expansions that i did not enjoy i'm gonna have to go with don't laugh it's <laughs> <laughs> like you're a politician <laughs> that's hard because i i truly like it and i, I already talked about the kind of thing but i'm gonna mostly say warlords and only because I did actually enjoy the storyline, even though the timey-wimey thing got old towards the end. I still don't understand it, dude. I still am lost. Yeah. I, just, I just alternate don't... timeline. Just blanket alternate timeline. The whole thing is just alternate timeline. It's okay. Because, I think for yeah. me, though, at the end, the gar- as much as I liked the garrison, because it was fun to set up, and I liked watching my little pets, you know, wander around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing some little that, minions. But by the end, like it just became – it felt like an obligation and the end of the expansion just dragged on and on and on with no new content and just felt never ending. And, and I, it was, I still think it was a missed opportunity with the garrisons. Like the way yeah. that you could build it up and everything was awesome, but the net result was, was shit. Like if the, it, that could have had so much more potential of things that you could do, even if it was just a passive income stream, like if it was just passive gold stream would have been awesome as well. well it kind of, for, for Taylor's it kind of was because we had ways to get certain mats in order to make yeah, bags yeah. and go sell the bags. So in the kind of way and it was, but it made it an obligation. You know, I felt, and plus I'm a completionist. So when I logged in, like I felt like I needed oh. to go clear out my mind, even oh, though I wasn't going to yeah. use that ore. You know, I needed to go oh, clear God. out those herbs, even though I'm not going to use them. And it just, by the end. More, obli- more obligation. Yeah. yeah. More things you had to do. So I'm, but there are aspects of the garrison that I really enjoyed, which makes me realize that I really want player housing in this game so badly. Yeah, well, I don't think we're, gonna, we're not going to see it in Shadowlands. Lore-wise, it makes no sense. No maybe, sense. Maybe the next expansion? Do you think a future expat, that could work? I Boys, hope you so. Heard it here first. People, that could be it. people, people have been calling for it. Years. Yeah, a long time yeah. player housing. Do you know whenever? Do you know what was so, so cool? I don't know if you ever played Star Wars Galaxies, that old No, I haven't. Oh my god, the player housing was so well done there that guilds, you, even when we'd gone, we'd gone onto these servers that were kind of dead servers. You trolled road through a planet like Tatooine. It was so open world. People would have just established these little communities with player housing. It was player housing to the max, like where you were creating, you would create houses. Literally, you would mark off a little area. Someone would do a guild. It was super expensive. You needed people to do it. They would do like a guild hall and then these houses all around it. And you could roll through the desert and find these like little communities. You go into someone's guild house and it shows all of their achievements on the walls. It was so amazing. They decorated it it. and all these little houses. So cool. So something like that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Like. All these other games, like I know Final Fantasy has a version of player housing, and 
you know, we've seen it work so successfully there and it actually helps with professions as well. And professions yeah, have been struggling. Yeah, they've been struggling. So it would be helpful on so many levels and so many people desperately want player housing. My hope is next expansion, not, not Shadowlands, but the one after. And 10. some people 0. want to play the game that way. Some people want to play the game that way. And that was what it was one of those things like uh, SWG, Star Wars Galaxies took it to the extreme. Like they had some classes, like for example, they had one class that was a completely non-combat class. So you could level to max gamers just like a dancer and a musician. There was no, it was a non-combat awesome. role for six, for I think it was 60 levels back then, 50 or 60 levels. And it was like, and even now in retail, some people do that. They play the game, they, they do professions, they do the things. And it's not this a crazy combat situation for them you know especially people who rp so i think that would be definitely cool that could be future expansion yeah um okay so that was a nice tangent off a <laughs> rapid fire question <laughs> um okay favorite class what do we got my main is a priest but i still have to say my favorite the rogue oh still favorite rogue nice yeah, nice it's a very special okay. place in my heart very special place. And what this will tie in with it, what what favorite race have you got? Dwarf. Does it tie in? Dwarf, yes. Is that because it's so embedded in the lore? Or you just feel like the you like the actual models? It's a combination. It's it's embedded yeah. in the lore. I love, love I'm a sucker for accents. Um, so I like your voice, but <laughs> I, I like accents in general, and the dwarves are just awesome, and plus their lore and their their drinking and everything. I just I like them. I feel like I could I can hang with them, you know? Do you know what I think is so cool about the dwarfs in WoW, especially whenever you go and do BRD and things like that, the Tolkienian fantasy that comes with yes. that. It's just so much. When you yeah. go into the torch room, when you go into the torch room in BRD, it's just like that is Lord of the Rings. It's yeah. it's so amazing. And at the end, the dwarfs sitting on the throne and everything, oh, it's just it's absolutely amazing. The yeah. dwarfs are awesome for that. So, so freaking good. cool. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go, boys. This is my favorite question. This is my favorite question. In the original Azeroth, the old world, where would you retire? What zone would you retire in and live Ugh, out with See, it? that's so hard to pick old world. And originally my, my answer back in the day would have been Ironforge because I actually have a very yes. specific place picked out in Ironforge. Oh, as, I, I called it out. my home. Like anytime I need to like, talk to guildies or friends, like I had a that very special place as my home. Are you going to share it or no? Um, it is in the Hall of Explorers. That's all I'm going to say. Hall of Explorers. That's all we're yep. going to say. Okay. Yep. It's so, very, very special. So, place. would you be happy to live there if you could just pay some rent to the to the Ironforge King and live in there, or have you got something uh, else? In? You know, I think so. I would have to often escape and go to somewhere that is warmer and has maybe uh, an ocean or some kind of coastal okay. region or a beach. lake. Coast, coast side. Because snow and cold and stuff, I'm not a big fan of it. I live in the wrong state for that, but I'm not a big fan of it. So I, what I would have got, what have we got for beach? What have we got for beachy environments in WoW? We've got, Honestly, I guess, I would probably, Tenaris or STV, so, the southern point of STV. That, that's what I would do. So I would live, I would have my very special home in Ironforge, but I would yes. vacation in Booty Bay. She's got a holiday home in Booty Bay, lads. That's yep. what's going on. So you got two places. <laughs> so so you know, when you get sick of the cold in the winter, you go down to Booty Bay. We've got the Hang out with home. some pirates, have some I'm rum, sit on the beach. It's good. <laughs> it does sound like a good time, actually. Well, that's, you know, now, actually, let's expand it further and say let's include the other expansions. Can you pick Ooh. another place? It would be a toss-up between fun. Grizzly Hills and Negrand. Grizzly Hills has got a few uh, a few votes already. Like so, so Grizzly Hills with the mountains and everything is just absolutely gorgeous. Plus the music is hard to beat. Nagrand, 
I spent so many hours farming leather in a grand on my rogue back in the day. Plus, again, the music is amazing. When I okay. when I quit the game for a little bit at the end of Kata, I very purposefully retired my rogue in Negrand on one of the floating islands. Like uh, for sentimental oh, really? reasons, you know. So sentimental reasons. That's it would so be cool. it'd be a toss up between those two. I can't honestly decide. We're gonna be here for a long right. time if I have to decide. We'll we'll accept we'll accept the two, those two <laughs> answers. We'll accept that. Okay, tank heals or DPS. Mostly heals. I'm I'm a nurturer. I take care of people. That's what I do. Heals. I say heals. But at the same time, if I heal too often, I get bored and I need to stab faces. And that's where the road comes in. One answer question. Ellie, we're going to take heals. Heals. (laughs) I like things. I like to like things. That's how I am, man. Oh, my God. Um, We didn't really discuss it too much, but um, I'm sure you'll have an answer either way. Classic plus or BC? What would you like to see the classic service transition into? Probably BC. BC. Would you play? I, would you play? Play the hell out of it, or just play it? I would play it. Now, if they extend into Wrath, I would play the Ooh, hell out of that. Now we're talking about playing the because hell out of Because here's the thing: like there are aspects of the Wrath storyline. For example, Wrathgate is no longer in the game, and I desperately want to play that again. And I actually yeah. asked the developer, like, are we going to see that in Shadowlands? Is are we getting Wrathgate back? And they is were actually. Possible? They were still deciding. Okay, so that's so up in the air. We don't know yet, and I desperately want it back. So, so if we had Wrath servers, we could achieve oh all of God. those things that we want to do. Yeah. But if I had to pick between all those things, probably Burning Crusade, just because of some of the the things that were made easier, honestly. And BC quality of life changes in BC. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have enough hours in the day to be as hardcore as I would like, so I need some of those quality of life changes. We need it, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Um, best villain of the series, who have you got? Ooh. And you can take the question any way you like, as in the best story, uh, redeeming qualities, someone you just like. I am I'm I'm partial to Arthas. Yes. For many reasons. Great story arc. Great story arc. It wasn't really any redemptive qualities there, but it was a good story arc, wasn't it? And Right. I mean, at the very, very end when he died, there was a slight bit of redemption. Was there a little bit? showed up in like ghost form and is like, no king oh, rules shit. forever, my son. Although it's not really redemption, though. But, but I really, a, a, I'm a, human, a humanistic <laughs> quality there, I guess. Yeah. Felt it was a little human moment there. Yeah. You, you see a brief glimpse in his eyes before he dies, you know, the humanness of it. But I, I at this point... I'm going to say Sylvanas because she 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 does have some villainous qualities to her, like burning the tree, for example. And now we know it's for, you know, the jailer in the Shadowlands. Yeah, but we okay. don't know her end game. And it's been such a long it's been such a long arc that has had some it's been a roller coaster. And if you actually follow her story, it's very deep. It's very intense. And there's been a lot going on. And so at this point, I'm I'm going to say Sylvanas. Going to say Sylvanas. Yeah, yeah. What about the ultimate hero of the franchise? Yikes. Ultimate. Oh, ultimate is a tricky word. Favorite. Favorite uh, hero. Someone you connect with. Someone you thought, wow. I I have a soft spot for Gen Greymane. Yes, that no, good, good answer. Good and, answer. and part of it could be because I switched to Worgen, but just watching, you know, what has happened to the Gilneans and the, the Worgen curse and what he's doing now and the fact that he, he's getting pretty pissed off. Like he's getting fucking fed up of Sylvanas, man. He's getting fed up of getting yeah, kicked. Yeah, and, and I, 
I'm okay with him disagreeing with some of the things that Anduin does because Anduin needs that in his life. It can't be all yeah. peace and butterflies and stuff. Like war is going to happen. You have to know what you're going to do. There's war. And he needs Gun by his side. And I like that there was that moment where Taronda was asking for help and Anduin's like, yeah. we do it. We're stretched too thin. And Gun sided with Taronda because he wants to yeah. see the war taken out. And plus, he's actually a beast as well. Like in combat, he's actually awesome too. So, so he's badass, and he is all for defending his people. But you also see those human moments where he, you know, for yeah. example, at the end of uh, the burning of Teldrassil, you know, his wife's trying to help people out, and he's like trying to get her out. Like, I love you. I don't want you to die with these people. Like, come on, let's go. I love you. Come on. Yeah. And so, so he has yeah a lot of good qualities. Yeah, and we've seen him go through, you know. The death of his son and all these things, and just I, I'm gonna go with Gen. I got a soft spot for well, him. On that, yeah, I mean, we can award him ten out of ten as being a hero. He's got pretty much every box tick, doesn't he? Ten out of ten for doggos too, so it yeah. works out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> would, would Pat absolutely? Yes. Um, <laughs> he might bite you, ruffle, but it works out. Would, would ruffle his fur. Ten out of ten. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, now. Two-part question. Okay. I'm going to say Jaina or Sylvanas. Um, one being, who do you think is better as a character, as a person? And then secondary subcategory question is, who would win in combat between the two of them? Ooh. I don't like that. I feel like I need to pick this, but I'm going to say Sylvanas for both. Oh, crikey. Because right. I okay. really I really like Jaina. I love her. And oh my God, Daughter of the Sea still just yes. gives me chills to this day. Oh. And I love it. And I, I will sing it by myself when I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvanas' storyline goes deeper into the lore. It's further reaching. And now that she has all these new powers from the Jailer, she's also going to beat Jaina in a fight. Yes, we've seen Jaina's new powers and she can make boats float and whatever but i think savannah will still kick her ass and she's more clever and and th- like more probably more into combat and fighting she than is Jaina. super methodical and Jaina, yeah. Jaina for a time did have that rage against the horde and we we've seen that and we have seen her new power so i think she put up a good fight she's not a pushover but Sylvanas would win. Sylvanas, wow. Well, I prefer Jaina, but on both those questions, Sylvanas You've got to say Sylvanas yeah. wins. I got to, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. Now, I think we should do we should do a little bit of community love, which is some shout-outs. There's so much to shout-out. I'm going to let you go first. Let them have it. Shout-out all of the shows, everything. <laughs> so my show is Dungeon Fables. You can find it on DungeonFables.com, wherever you get your podcast, blah, 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 blah. I'm also on All Things Azeroth, which is very long-running, news-oriented show. So I can talk about newer things going on, which is nice. And you yes. can also find that wherever you find shows. I'm also on Frazzlecast a lot, and I want to give that show a shout-out for sure because it is very much a great community-focused show with a lot of different guests that come on and Frasley is one of the most positive. Frasley's awesome. Yeah. He's actually reached out to me as well. So Frasley's awesome. So yeah, Frazzlecast, definitely. Yes. Check it out for sure. Um, Taverncast. You were on Taverncast. Let's give it a Yep. I was on. Oh my gosh. So so Taverncast was one one of the early shows as well, but they've shifted recently into like a YouTube format after being gone four years. And it's still funny as fuck. It's still one of my favorite shows of all time. 
for so many reasons. So Taverncast Adventures, if you go to YouTube and look that up, you will find it. The two-part Deadminds episode was one I was on. And Ooh, I rarely re-listen or re-watch to things I'm on just because I don't like the sound of my own voice. But that oh, those two episodes were funny as hell. Funny. And I yeah. re-watched them multiple times because I laugh so hard. I'm going to check that out for fucking sure. Yeah. Um, World of Warcast, um, Starman and Renata on World of Warcast, definitely shout out there. That's awesome. For sure. Um, oh, did you have any more? Because I was going to um, go through the. I mean, I could keep going. I, I know one that I like to point a lot of people to, actually two I like to point a lot of people to, is Realm Maintenance because Roe covers all the podcasts. All of that. Oh, one. really? Yes. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's a good one to shout out. For you sure. should actually reach out to him if he is not if be. he has not pimped out your show. Reach out oh, to him shit. because he loves supporting the newer shows. He'll listen to them. He'll tell other people about them. He well, is a very he's a pillar of this community. He's great. Pillar of the community. We'll yeah, definitely get yeah. in touch with him. That's and a then good one. The other little my my show is just a little gem. You know, like I just cover like one little niche area. You know, yeah. and it's this small. Is the and it's the different. other one is Half Hill Report because it's another one that's it's unique, it's different, it's fun, it's lighthearted, it's very, very short. The episodes are like 15, 20 minutes long. Yep. Not is enough people listen to, to it. listen to it. When you drive, little nuggets so to listen to it. So great. If you need just some lighthearted happiness, Half Hill Report. Do it, do it, do it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out um obviously Morally Gray as usual. Yes. Gin and Fear on Morally Gray. Um as I said earlier, GMA, Good Morning Azeroth, those guys are brilliant. Yeah, I'll check that out. That's cool. Yeah, um, C2C, Josh over there, and fellow Australian countrymen. Yes. Um, <laughs> World of Warcast, yeah, World of Warcast, Ali's Dungeon Fables, and, of course, People of Azeroth. Let's listen to the other episodes if you haven't heard them before. They're good. Um, I like them. You're, you're doing a great job here. Thank you very much. Oh, and we might um, – I'll, oh, I was going to talk about it off air – um the we're gonna do we're gonna do a little round table we're gonna do a round table female gamers we're gonna talk yes, about some bring it. something you're gonna be interested in totally oh yeah hell yeah so we're gonna do that we're gonna line that up lads look forward to that. that's probably gonna be in january uh look forward to that we've got some big names we've got surprise guests coming on there it's gonna be a whole lot of fun um so we're gonna talk about uh talk about a whole bunch of stuff there um, so definitely look forward to that. Uh, with that said, I think that's going to wrap this one up. It was an absolute pleasure to have you here, Ali. Thank you so much for joining us. And I think people are really going to enjoy this episode. It's fun. It's always fun to just be able to hang out and geek out about the game and just. It's just it's good it's awesome. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Okay. Awesome. Well, I will catch you in the discords and uh, thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Oh shit. I forgot to do all of my, I forgot to do all of my discord links, emails, everything. <laughs> oh man people you can find me <laughs> i was about to hit stop recording people you can find me uh people of azeroth podcast at gmail.com in links in the show notes for that um if you can't understand me discord links in the show notes <laughs> discord links in the show notes i don't know how to i'll figure out how to say it in a good way if not there's a way of doing it i gotta figure that out at if the moment, not the- bloopers bloopers are great yeah to um contact me if you can't hold people of azeroth discord morally gray discord i need an adult you can find me all there if you want to join the guild shameless guild recruiting as always get in touch with me any class any spec noobs welcome um hit me up uh get involved um reviews i haven't even mentioned reviews hit me with some reviews itunes and things like that i'll read them out if don't troll me well, actually, if it's a five-star review, you can troll me if five-star review troll away <laughs> that's totally okay funnier the better <laughs> Um, if you are a hater, 
then that's okay. The more salt, the better. Um, <laughs> that's everything. I'm actually going to stop recording now. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys soon.